The following is a SRB podcast extra, the audio of a short documentary film called The Reddest of the Blacks I Made that's part of a longer audio documentary project on African Americans, the Soviet Union, and communism in the 1920s and 1930s, told through the life of Lovett Fort Whiteman. You can see the film via the link in the show notes or on the podcast website, seansrussiablog.org. Born on December 3, 1889, Lovett Fort Whiteman was one of the most important African-American communists in the 1920s. Dubbed the reddest of the blacks by Time magazine in 1925, he was an early communist convert as one of the first African-Americans to join the American Communist Party, the national organizer of the American Negro Labor Congress, and delegate to the 5th and 6th Congresses of the Communist International. Levitt Fort Whiteman is the only known African-American victim of Stalin's Great Terror. He was convicted for counter-revolutionary activity in July 1938 and sentenced to five years in Sevastlog in Colima. So how did a native of Dallas, Texas, and son of a former North Carolina slave, wind up a victim of Stalinist violence in Soviet Russia? Here's a short version of the tale, The Reddest of the Blacks. The document reads, Death Certificate, January 13, 1939. Lovett Fort Whiteman, American, convicted by Special Board of the NKVD of the USSR for anti-Soviet agitation and sentenced to five years. Time and place of death, January 13, 1939, at 1 a.m., en route from the infirmary to the hospital, cause of death, weakening of cardiac activity. Optopsy did not indicate violent death. Levitt Fort Whiteman is the only known African-American victim of Stalin's Great Terror. He was convicted of counter-revolutionary activity in July 1938 and sentenced to five years in Sevotslag in Kolima. How did a native of Dallas, Texas, and son of a former North Carolina slave, wind up a victim of Stalinist violence in Soviet Russia? Born on December 3, 1889, Lovett Fort Whiteman was one of the most important African-American communists in the 1920s. Dubbed the reddest of the blacks by Time magazine in 1925, he was an early communist convert as one of the first African-Americans to join the American Communist Party and national organizer of the American Negro Labor Congress. Fort Whiteman was known in communist circles as a flamboyant figure, fit for an amateur actor who played Othello. His fellow African-American communist, Harry Haywood, painted this picture of him. Fort Whiteman was truly a fantastic figure, a brown-skinned man of medium height. Fort Whiteman's high cheekbones gave him somewhat of an oriental look. He had affected a Russian style of dress, sporting a robochka, which came almost to his knees, ornamental belt, high boots, and a fur hat. Here was a veritable black Cossack who could be seen sauntering along the streets of Southside Chicago. An FBI report described him as being somewhere between 5'9 to 6'1, having dark maroon eyes, a medium red-brown complexion, sharp thin features with unusually long fingernails, nearly effeminate in mannerisms, and a slight scar under the left eye. Lovett Fort Whiteman was one of many African Americans who traveled to the Soviet Union in the 1920s and 1930s 
to escape Jim Crow America and mass unemployment during the Great Depression. Soviet declarations of internationalism, anti-imperialism, anti-racism, and solidarity with oppressed peoples, especially people of color, captured many African-American imaginations. In a letter signed James Jackson, Fort Whiteman wrote to W.E.B. Du Bois about his time in Russia in 1924. July 15th, 1924. Dear sir, this letter comes from a village deep in the heart of Russia. I am an American Negro, a native of the South, here in Russia making a study of social conditions. The above-named village is the seat of the summer of colony of the University for Eastern Peoples located at Moscow. One must visit Russia to understand and appreciate the many beautiful social developments which are taking place in this strange land. Here at this colony are students from all darker races, all except that of the Negro. I am daily asked why no Negroes have come. There is a perfect spirit of internationalism here. Here, life is poetry itself. It is the Bolshevik idea of social relations and a miniature of the world of tomorrow. Very truly yours, James C. Jackson. Visiting the Soviet Union in 1926, W.E.B. Du Bois himself proclaimed, If what I've seen with my eyes and heard with my ears in Russia is Bolshevism, I am a Bolshevik. Fort Whiteman returned to the United States in 1925, but according to an FBI informant, wanted to get back to the Soviet Union as soon as possible. Whiteman said he was preparing to get out of this country as fast as he could. He said there's nothing here for the Negro. He stated that he was quite sure he would be able to leave this country in at least a year and said he would very much like to go to Russia. Whiteman returned to the USSR in 1928 as a delegate to the 6th Congress of the Communist International. But life in Stalin's Russia proved difficult. He was expelled from the Communist Party in 1933. Though he remained an ardent communist, he was isolated politically as gossip spread, saying he was a Trotskyist, a label in the 1930s that meant arrest and exile to a labor camp or execution. October 27, 1933. Secretary of the Workers' Party, New York City. Dear comrade, I wish to return to America and desire a place as instructor in the party school. I offer the school lectures on the following subjects, general scientific method and fundamentals of modern biology and social problems. The latter series of lectures to be followed by a series on the development of the 19th century thought. I am primarily interested in party educational work. Comradely yours, Levette Fort Whiteman. By 1935, there were rumors that Fort Whiteman was trying to leave the USSR illegally. These were followed by a series of denunciation letters written by William Patterson, another African-American communist in Moscow. Patterson would go on to become a prominent participant in the civil rights movement in the 1950s and 1960s. January 17, 
1936. To the Anglo-American Secretariat, Comintern. Comrade Randolph, I do not know of Whiteman's relation with other Negro comrades here. I am, however, of the opinion that something should be done to remove him from the center here because as soon as new Negro elements come, they are immediately contacted by him and he endeavors to place them under his influence. Comradely yours, William Patterson. February 2nd, 1936. On the 21st of January, or close to that date, a dinner party was organized by Robinson. There was President Whiteman. At the dinner, Whiteman made an attack on the American party. I am of the opinion that Whiteman's main task is the corruption of Negro elements. There is a possibility that Whiteman is used by Waller of the American consulate as his main man among the Negroes here. William Patterson. March 13, 1936. Levitt Fort Whiteman has been friendly with a Russian girl who works at the Moscow Daily News. She said that Whiteman was so rotten in his attitude toward the Soviet Union, he openly supported the Italian fascist attack on Ethiopia. She asked him not to come around anymore. I told the comrade that the relationship should be renewed. William L. Patterson. On April 30th, Levitt Fort Whiteman spoke at the Foreign Workers Club. He was supposed to make a review of the recent book of Langston Hughes, The Ways of White Folks. Under cover of reviewing this book, he made a very open attack upon the common turn position on the Negro question. He has for some years now carried on a persistent agitation among Negroes who are here as workers and otherwise against the common turn line. In my opinion, he should be sent to work somewhere where contact with the Negro comrades is impossible. William Patterson. According to Robert Robertson, about three weeks after his lecture on Hughes's The Ways of White Folks, Fort Whiteman was summoned to the NKVD, convicted as a counter-revolutionary, and exiled to Kazakhstan. No one ever heard from Fort Whiteman again. Soon after, the African-American journalist Homer Smith went by Whiteman's Moscow apartment and recorded this exchange with Whiteman's Russian wife. One day, I called at his home. There was no answer to my first knocks, but I persisted. Finally, Mrs. Lovett Fort Whiteman cracked the door open. Is Guspedine Fort Whiteman at home? I asked. No, he isn't. And I beg you never to come here looking for him again. In the mid-1950s during the Red Scare, the FBI were still wondering about Whiteman's whereabouts. One informant, who knew Fort Whiteman from the Communist Party, told the FBI that Whiteman was traveling on an American passport in the British colonies for the GPU, which was part of the Russian intelligence services. That Whiteman had traveled throughout the colonized world, organizing the natives for revolt against British control. The informant said that he had no idea of Whiteman's whereabouts and that he could still be in India or Africa. Robinson did get some news about Whiteman years later from a man who was in Sevastlag with Whiteman. In 1959, he wrote, I heard news of Whiteman's fate. A Russian who had been banished to the same town as Whiteman told a friend of mine that Whiteman was assigned to his group of laborers 
and was severely beaten many times when he failed to meet the norm. He died of starvation or malnutrition, a broken man whose teeth had been knocked out. The Reddest of the Blacks was written and edited by Sean Guillory, produced by Bartek Jadosh, Lily Ford, The Jarman Lab, and Sean Guillory. Justin Young played Levitt Fort Whiteman. Sean Guillory did narration and William Patterson. Filming was done by Denis Saltikov, Gabby Yearwood, and Bartek Jadosh. Research by Catherine David, Vadislav Turin, and Sean Guillory. And special thanks to Nancy Condi, Maya Haber, the Center for Russian, East European, and Eurasian Studies, and the University of Pittsburgh, Bartek Jadosh, Lily Ford, the Jarman Lab, and Justin Young. Sometimes I feel like a motherless child, a long ways Sometimes I feel